0: What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Mitch Davis Show, Tuesday, November 6th. Happy Election Day to each and every one of you. Go out and vote. Go out, go out. Let's get a big turnout for the voter polls. Went out this morning here in Memphis. Big turnout at the voter polls. So go check out whoever your party affiliation is. Make sure you go and vote Also, happy college basketball opening day, my friends and fellow followers. Shout out to all our live followers. They're on Instagram, Periscope, Facebook, wherever you're following the podcast. Welcome to the show. Happy college basketball. College basketball is back, baby. I am so excited. It's going to be a big-time year. We're going to talk about the SEC on this podcast. We're also going to do a Conference USA Basketball preview tomorrow as well. But today is the SEC Basketball Preview. We're going to talk all things SEC basketball. We're going to talk t- Kentucky. We're going to talk Tennessee. We're going to even talk Auburn, Mississippi State, Ole Miss. We're going to talk everybody in the SEC. But first and foremost, one to have some friends over to watch the big game but don't have enough space. Wish you had an open floor plan can compare your game day chili in the kitchen. Watch Overtime on the Living Room TV. If you answered yes, it's your time to call John Murray and Anna Halton directly at Century 21. They're licensed realtors with years of experience who can help you find the perfect home in no time. You'll be game day ready in absolutely no time. Call John Murray and Anna directly at 731-225-5655 or call their office at 731-668. 7700 Century 21 is located at 620 Old Hickory Boulevard in Jackson, Tennessee, next to Old Hickory Steakhouse. Each office is independently owned and operated, baby. They're wonderful people. Make sure you go check them out. Buy your homes in the Jackson area. Go check them out. They're big fans of the show. Big fans of theirs. They're awesome people, so go check them out. So welcome to the Mitch Davis Show. I'm your host, Mitch Davis. You can find us on Twitter, Mitch Davis underscore eight. You can also find the Facebook page at The Mitch Davis Show. You can subscribe to the podcast where podcasts are produced. So you can go on Google, you can go on Apple, you can go on SoundCloud, anywhere else. Type in The Mitch Davis Show. We are there. We are live. We are awesome. We absolutely love him and very blessed to be doing what I love to do. I had a lot of great guests on the show. But now that college basketball and college football are overlapping, it's my favorite time of year, baby. It's like Christmas Day all over again. So without further ado, let's talk a little SEC hoops action. Also, quick reminder, we are going to be doing a Conference USA men's basketball preview tomorrow. Talk about Western Kentucky. Talk about Marshall. Talk about UTSA, UAB, La Tech. We're going to be talking about all those guys Tomorrow. That's the podcast for tomorrow. And then on Thursday, before we take off to go to Knoxville, we are going to be doing a college football preview, SEC football preview, and a little bit of Conference USA preview in this weekend's matchups in both of those conferences. And like I said, we are taking the show on the road. We're heading to Knoxville, Tennessee on Saturday to do Kentucky and Tennessee. I'm looking forward to it. Should be a really fun day. So Tennessee fans, Kentucky fans, hit me up. I'd love to come by your tailgate. Love to come to the fall walk. Love to coming to the catwalk. Let's go Knoxville, Tennessee. We're coming for you on Saturday. Should be a lot of fun. I'm really excited about going to experience a UT game They I've been there a couple times, but I'm looking forward to going back to a very fun place. So shout out, we're going to be there. Let's go hit me up on Twitter if you want me to stop by. So without further ado, let's talk a little SEC basketball. College basketball gets tipped off, gets underway today. I am so excited. I've got on my laptop here. I've been watching Green Bay and Wisconsin Lutheran. They're kind of just going back and forth, this and that. It's kind of fun. It's very fun to have college football and college basketball overlapping the way that they do right now. It is awesome. It is where it's at. If you don't like college basketball. you don't like college football. You are missing out my friends. So shout out to all the people who are watching us live on Instagram right now. We're doing an Instagram live feed. Talking about a little college basketball. So let's talk a little preseason SEC action. All the SEC teams except a couple get underway tonight. You got a big game in Without not in the SEC, but in non-conference, wise you got Kentucky, Duke tonight, Florida at Florida State. Lemoyne Ryan is traveling to Tennessee, South Carolina upstate in South Carolina. Southern's going to Tuscaloosa to face the Alabama. Central Arkansas traveling to Mizzou facing Missouri there. South Alabama is traveling to Auburn. Duke and Kentucky, Winthrop and Vanderbilt all tonight. I'm really excited. Everybody but Ole Miss plays tonight, so it should be a lot, a lot of fun in the SEC, but we're going to talk about all of those matchups. We're going to talk about the big-time matchups tonight in that Duke-Kentucky game, Florida and Florida State. We also might even preview a little bit of that South Alabama and Auburn game Today on the podcast as well. But first and foremost, let's talk about the preseason order of finish and how I see the SEC playing out. And then what we're going to do, we're going to go look at the teams that are supposed to be getting in the NCAA tournament. I've got two bubble teams and I've got eight locks for the NCAA tournament for the SEC that I think should be surefire locks for the NCAA tournament for the SEC. We're going to talk about Jontae Order out from Mizzou. We're also going to be talking a little bit about the Kentucky and Tennessee veterans. We're going to talk about the sleeper teams in the SEC and we're also going to talk about the teams that most likely make the Final Four. So it should be a really fun podcast today. want to thank you for all for tuning in and subscribing to the Mitch Davis Show on Apple Podcasts and everywhere where podcasts are dropped. So let's talk about the preseason order of finish. Here's how I see the SEC breaking down. I'm going to go one through five Six through ten, and then I'm gonna do the last eleven through fourteen. That's how I'm gonna do this. So one through five, let's talk about these two. Let's talk about these five teams. I think these five teams are a step above everybody else in the SEC, especially when you go one and two, probably basically one through four. I think the, the, these four teams I'm about to say are a step above everybody else in the SEC. But what we saw last year, so much parity in the conference, and so much uh, just so much excitement in SEC basketball. So without further ado, let's talk about it. Here's how I see the top five shaping up. I've got Kentucky coming in at number one, winning the SEC outright. I think with Reed Travis, the additional Reed Travis, with P.J. Washington coming back, you've also got talented freshmen like Tyler Hero, like Keldon Johnson. And then you've also got a very great point guard in Quad A Green coming back for the Wildcats. I think Kentucky is the clear cut favorite to win the SEC. Next up would be the Tennessee Volunteers. Head coach Mick Rick Barnes has got his volunteers playing into an le- elite level. Thing about Tennessee that I worry about are they going to be in for a letdown year after last season's very, very successful season? I think. You know, that's one thing that volunteer fans, and I've talked to several volunteer media people, and they have said the same thing. They're worried about the letdown. They're worried about getting hyped up for the season last season and, you know, going out and proving everybody wrong. But the thing about Tennessee, when you look at Tennessee's roster, they got Adam Schofield back. They've got, I mean, they've got their guys that are coming back. Grant Williams and Schofield are going to be the leaders of the Tennessee team. I've talked to several Tennessee media members. Those two guys are the leaders of this Tennessee game, and I think the ceiling is the limit for the Volunteers. I think it should be a very good year for Rick Barnes and for the Volunteers. We're going to talk more about the Volunteers, talk more about the Wildcats later in the podcast. Next up, Auburn Tigers head coach by Bruce Pearl. I think Auburn, with what they got coming back, you've got to start looking at the Auburn Tigers and how they're going to be able to produce the guard play. I think when you start looking at Auburn, you start thinking of the guard play. You start thinking of the backcourt. You start thinking of also the front court as well for Auburn. I think Auburn's going to be one of these teams to beat in the SEC. You start looking down at Auburn's roster. They've got Horan Spencer back. Jared Harper's back. Bryce Brown is back. Devontae Williams is back. And, and all these guys are coming back to win something for Bruce Pearl. So it should be a really good year there on the Plains. Mississippi State, head coach by Ben Howland. Should be a good year down there at Mississippi State. We're going to talk about them more in later in the podcast. LSU, head coach by Will Wade. They've got a lot of guys coming back. LSU has been one of these teams that has been building up. Last year was a rebuilding year for the LSU Tigers. And this year, I think, is one of these years where they push forward and finish within the top five in the SEC. Florida. Actually, here we're going to go six through eleven. Here we're going to talk about Florida. Here at number six, head coach by Michael White. They lost Christian Crizioza, so they lost him. That's a huge, huge loss, especially at the guard play for the Gators. But I think Florida's going to be one of these teams. They are all they are every year. I think Florida comes in here at number six. I think Florida. Upset some people, but I don't think Florida is a second weekend of the NCAA tournament team. I think they're one of these teams that makes the NCAA tournament but does not make it to the second weekend just because of the loss at point guard in Chizioza. Next coming in at number seven for me would be Vanderbilt and their talented freshman coming in. Vanderbilt out-recruited themselves. They usually don't get these type of guys, but Bryce Drew came in there, brought Guys that he wanted in his program, and now Vanderbilt is looking forward to the future. I think Vanderbilt's an NCAA tournament team. Texas A&M, head coach by Billy Kennedy down there in College Station. The thing about Texas A&M is they're a very weird team. They lost a bunch. They lose a bunch every year, but they're always in contention for an SEC crown. They're always playing when you come down to March you really don't want to play down there in college station I think Kennedy will have his boys ready to play and I think he gets and into the tournament next up'll be Alabama losing Colin Sexton and Braxton Key were huge, huge losses for the Crimson Tide. And that's why I think Alabama is going to be in a rebuilding stage this year. I think Alabama is one of these teams where you're going to look at two or three years down the road and say, yeah, hey, that 2018-2019 season was that rebuilding stage to get Alabama back to where they were with Colin Sexton. Next up would be Missouri finishing at number 10 in the conference. They lost Jonte Porter. I think that is a huge, huge loss for the Missouri Tigers. And I think when you look down at Missouri's roster, they don't have enough to... Basically, they don't have enough depth to replace Porter, and I think that's a big loss for the Missouri Tigers. Next up, we're going to talk about number 11 here, the Georgia Bulldogs, head coach by Tom Crean, first year for Coach Crean down there in Athens. I think Georgia is in one of these, much like the team above them at Missouri, much like Alabama, Georgia's in one of these rebuilding stages, and I think first-year head coach at Georgia, Tom Crean, does not have what it takes to get Georgia to the NCAA tournament. But now if you give Tom Cream two or three years, I think he would have the Bulldogs playing again back down in the NCAA tournament. So next up, we're going to talk about 12 through 14. This is going to be the bottom half of the SEC These guys right here could, actually one of these teams I have as a sleeper, but I just don't think they are deep enough to make a run at the SEC and or the NCAA tournament. So coming at number 12, the Arkansas Razorbacks. They lost a ton out of last year's team. I mean, they're without, for the first year, Jalen Bradford and and Darrell Bacon. I think that those two guys are huge losses for the Razor Packs. That's why I have them at number 12. But I do see Arkansas upsetting some people and possibly making some noise within the SEC. The thing about the SEC is it's so... Dadgum deep. It is so deep at every position and it is very deep at every coach and everything within the SEC. Next up, coming at number 13, I think Ole Miss Rebels coming in here at number 13. Karmic Davis, first year at Ole Miss. He's had winning seasons everywhere he goes, but he does not have the talent at Ole Miss to do what he did at MTSU just yet. Uh, no, I do think that when you look at Terrence Davis, when you look at guys like that, like it's Terrence Davis, and you start looking down at their roster, I think Ole Miss could make some noise. But they, I just don't think, much like Arkansas, I don't think they're deep enough. And I think that they're still two or three years off for competing in the SEC. And I think that that's why I have Ole Miss at number 13. South Carolina. South Carolina lost to Augusta State in the preseason, in an expedition game. I just don't think South Carolina is going to be as good as everybody thinks there will be. I don't think Frank Martin has what it takes to get the South Carolina team in the NCAA tournament. But those two teams in Ole Miss and South Carolina, just because of how well coached they are, I can see those two teams making some noise. Not, not possibly making the NCAA tournament, but making the NIT, getting postseason bids because last season both teams missed out on the postseason. Now, see, we're going to talk about the NCAA tournament. I have eight teams so far making the NCAA tournament out of the SEC. I've got Kentucky as a one seed, Tennessee's a two seed, then you start going down. Auburn could be a two seed. Mississippi State's probably in the line of a three, four seed. You've got LSU making the tournament. Probably as a five, four to five seed. Vanderbilt is going to be one of the best six seeds in America, and I guarantee you that right now. They're going to upset somebody in the end tournament. Florida, I have them making the NCAA tournament. And Texas A&M, I think Texas A&M squeaks in as an 11 seed. I just like the talent level. I like Billy Kennedy. And like I said earlier in the podcast, he always has his teams ready to play by March. That's why I have Texan and them in the NCAA tournament. On the bubble, heading into the season already, I think it's going to be Alabama and Missouri. I think that those two teams, just talent-wise and rebuilding-wise, are going to be in a rebuilding mode heading into the season. So let's talk a little bit about the teams that I see can make the Final Four. I have two SEC teams that I see making the Final Four. Now, I think only one of these teams will make it, but I do see the potential for both of these teams to make the Final Four because of the veterans. When you look at Schofield from Tennessee, you look at P.J. Washington, you look at Reed Travels for Kentucky as well, I have Kentucky and Tennessee most likely to go to the Final Four out of the SEC. Now, out of those two teams going to the Final Four, have winning it, I would probably say Kentucky because of Kentucky's depth in every position. You look at the front court. You look at the guard play. You look at Quade Green. You look at Tyler Hero. You look at Kentucky top to bottom. And there is a reason why Kentucky dominated the way that they did in the Bahamas and against pro teams. And that's why I have Kentucky. Counting down the Nets, when it comes April, I think it's April 8th is when the National Championship game is. So I have Kentucky. They're my preseason national champion. They're my preseason SEC champion. I think Kentucky goes like 36-4, and four, something, something crazy this year. I think this is one of the best Kentucky teams. We've ever seen now other teams not to sleep on for the SEC to make the final four. I would have Auburn and Mississippi State in that next lineup. I think both of those two teams have what it takes to get to the final four and they're well coached, but I just don't think I think they're missing that one or two players to get them to that third weekend in April. And I think that that is what's going to hurt Auburn and Mississippi State come down the stretch. Towards the NCAA tournament, so the Player of the Year in the SEC, I'm going. I'm going to give it preseason to retravis Travis at Kentucky. I think that that guy is a beast. He averaged 19 and a half points at Stanford. He averaged like six, I think six or seven rebounds per game, something crazy, and another amount of crazy blocks per game. There is a reason why that guy was the Player of the Year for three out of the four years he was at Stanford. Huge shout out to retravis Travis. I think he is a beast. I think he is a man amongst boys in the SEC. So Reed Travis Player of the Year in the SEC. Now Coach of the Year, I think you have to give it to Rick Barnes. And what he's going to be able to do with Tennessee, like I said, I think Tennessee is one of these teams that could get into the Final Four with Schofield back, with Grant Williams back. Tennessee is going to be very good. They just have to live up to the hype, and you know history has shown us that Tennessee cannot necessarily do that. But I do have a strong feeling, and I think that Tennessee will be at least in that second weekend with the right maybe to go to the Final Four for Big Orange Nation. The SEC tournament, it's in Nashville this year. We might be heading that way. But I do want to thank you all for listening to the podcast, wrapping it up here. We're going to be doing a Conference USA basketball preview tomorrow, like we mentioned on the show. We're also going to be dropping several articles, college football, college basketball, we're doing a college football podcast on Thursday. So make sure you check that out. I'm going to be in Knoxville this weekend for Kentucky, Tennessee. So if you're a Tennessee fan, you're a Kentucky fan, want me to stop by your tailgate, hit me up on Twitter, MitchDavis underscore eight, or like us on Facebook at The Mitch Davis Show. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, The Mitch Davis Show on Apple, it's on SoundCloud, it's on everywhere. So go check us out. I want to thank you all all for the continued support. Hope you all have a great week. And by the way, check out the basketball hoops tonight. There's a lot of great games. Check you all out tomorrow. See you all. You all have a great day.